I would rather I would rather watch Beautician and the Beast. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours than have to listen to Michael McDonald. Nothing against him, but if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. You'll log. Not a log. I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, just, if I had a log, not in the sense that you think I said I did. <laughs> oh, good golly. Tis the season to be merry. Well, that's my name. Oh, Can't see the line, can you, Russ? No. Our team's a joke. Well, I ain't laughing. What about you, Billy? Hell no. This reminds me of a little girl from a steel town who had the dream to dance. The deck was stacked against Alex. You know how she overcame those odds? By believing in herself and trying. She literally had to become a maniac. She had to strip down to nothing. She had to sit in that chair and arch her back, and she pulled a chain to nowhere and doused herself with water. Are you talking about Flashdance? The movie from the 80s? Yeah, you're damn right I am. She believed so hard she spun. Oh, and she spun. And she spun, and she spun, and she spun herself into that dance school. She spun herself into our hearts. Now, in the second half of whatever the hell you guys call this game, let's put on our leg warmers and let's dance. Get in here, you little lovable maniacs. It's a little nap, it's a little dark, but you guys silly? I'm still gonna send it. Money will come and go. We know that. But the most important thing in life will always be the people in this room. Right here. Right now. Salute me, familia. Salute. Salute. What is going on? Welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. We are the podcast that takes a topic and ranks it. It's your host, Seed of the Great One, Christian Graver, in the building tonight. Happy summertime. Hope everybody is enjoying your summer well, guys, as part of our summer series, we are doing something a little bit different tonight. Myself, Kevin, the pod father, and Todd, the pod god, we have each recorded our very own Fast Five. If you guys remember something we've been doing over the course of this past year is we've done what we call our quickie episodes, or our Fast said. Five episodes, where each one of us take our own topic and rank our top five. So tonight, we're, we're proud to bring you three very different, very unique top fives and guys i'm gonna go first with my top five being the music guy being the rock guy being the 90s alternative guy well i'd be remiss if i didn't give you guys my ranking of the top five songs off of the brand new foo fighters album that's right guys the foo fighters are back uh coming off of the death of drummer taylor hawkins t's and p's uh the foo fighters have put out a new album Guys, a new album is called But Here We Are. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, I'm going to give you the top five songs off of that album for you to listen to. All right. Without further ado, coming in at number five, it is Beyond Me. Beyond 
a slow song. Normally, I'm not a slow song kind of guy, other than maybe Everlong Acoustic. But beyond me, definitely one to to kind of wean you into this album, guys. Well, coming in at number four, you know, this track right here is very special. Uh, it includes uh, the vocals of Dave Grohl's daughter, Violet. Uh, it's a dreamy track. This one's called Show Me How. Coming in at number three, we're going to go with Nothing At All. This is probably the most modern rock song. Uh, definitely sounds like something you'd hear on Alt Nation today. Uh, nothing At All. Great track, great track right there. Well, coming in at number two, this was actually the first single off of the album. This is classic Foo Fighters sound. The song is Rescued. A great song what a great single definitely getting the love it deserves but was not my number one my number one is what i consider vintage 90s foo fighter guys without further ado the number one song from but here we are the new foo fighters album this is under you great track well guys i hope you check out the entire foo fighters new album but here we are out now streaming on all of your music platforms guys i hope y'all are having a great summer 
get this album going, spin it at your next barbecue when you're out by the pool. Hope you enjoy it. Dave Grohl did not disappoint. Taylor Hawkins, T's and P's. Guys, uh, until next time, say goodnight, Kevin. Guys, up next, we've got uh, we've got Mr. Kevin Williams, the podfather. And, uh, you know, he's uh, giving you a little top five classic. All right. So uh, without further ado, here's top five arcade games from Kayla. What's going on, everybody? This is Kevin from the Power Five Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Bringing a little fast five to you this week, man. I'm going to be ranking a fast five, top five arcade games. But the reason why I decided to go this route is recently I've actually spent some time in some arcade, right? I had a birthday party for my nephews at Chuck E. Cheese not too long ago. I had to take a school field trip, you know, back at the end of school to Frankie's Fun Park. That was fun, right? Got lots of arcade games. Recently, my daughter turned nine years old, and she she wanted to do a tea party birthday party. So she had all of her little girlfriends come over to the house, and and I asked my son, I'm like, hey, what do you want to do while, while the girls are having their little tea party? And he said, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. So I took him to Chuck E. Cheese, and so had three recent experiences in in somewhat of an arcade game, I guess, or an arcade here recently. And so I thought to myself, man, what are the top five arcade games of all time, at least to me? You know, I, I'm not some huge arcade game fan, but I do remember growing up and, and going to an arcade in, in Greenville called the Full Tilt. I remember going to Tropical Island. I remember going to Putt-Putt Golfing Games. Um, back before Chuck E. Cheese was called Chuck E. Cheese, it was called Showbiz Pizza. And all of them had some similar games. You know, they had some unique different ones as well. But I remember arcade games also being in your local restaurants, whether it was a pinball game. I remember there was lots of like early 80s, um, late 80s, early 90s type video games as well. Golden Tee seemed to be all over the place. And so I've got some fond memories of arcade games. But since I've recently been to Frankie's and, and Chuck E. Cheese, I wanted to rank my top five arcade games. All right, so here we go. Coming in at number five, guys, we've got Skee-Ball, the classic Skee-Ball. I didn't realize this, but Skee-Ball was, was invented back in 1908 in New Jersey. And you know, I had to even look it up. Is skee-ball an arcade game? And I thought it was, but it's not a traditional electronic arcade game. Well, I guess there is because you're you're keeping score and you've got the electrical lights and numbers and things like that. But again, not a traditional arcade game, if you will. But I love skee-ball. Unfortunately, it goes way too quick, right? You roll your nine balls up the ramp, try to get as many points as you possibly can. Apparently, there's actually skee-ball leagues out there now. I was unaware of that. But skee-ball is going to be coming in at number five. Guys, number four is a game called Pole Position, okay? It was released in 1982, my birth year, in what was called the golden age of arcade games. It was the highest grossing game back in 1983 and 1984. It was developed in Japan, actually. But you take a Formula One car, basically, and you do a qualifying lap. And if you qualify, and you've got a pretty wide range of, of time that you, you, you had to fit in to make it to the race. Well, once you got to the race, you, you took a... It, well, you raced around the Fuji racetrack. It was called the Fuji racetrack. And you know, you got points for every car that you passed. and But, man, if you touched any car, you went off the road, and you touched a billboard, 
your car was going to blow up into a bunch of flames and, but you know, then it would put you back on, but basically you would continue to race until you ran all the laps in the race or your, your time went out. But I think it was one of the very first games that really put an emphasis on driving skill, but it was called pole position. Loved it. Shout out to the big clock. I remember pole position actually being there. All right. My number three game guys is a classic mortal combat. I think everybody that's a child of the 80s and 90s, grew up playing some Mortal Kombat. It was released in 1992. It actually was four guys that took about 10 months to develop Mortal Kombat. But the game was based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think most people remember him. The character Johnny Cage, JC, Jean-Claude, was based on Jean-Claude Van Damme. But one of the most ruthless gory, violent video games to to have ever been released. I would say that probably got all of this, this violent video games going, but Joe Lieberman, Senator, Senator in Connecticut actually, you know, was very, very outspoken against Mortal Kombat and his complaints and his concerns with violent video games actually got the ESRB video game rating system adopted, uh, which, which still rates games today, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, Mortal Kombat loved it. I used to always play with Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden. Some of the game, some of the, the titles that, that didn't quite make it was, uh, there, there was a title death blow, dragon attack, Kumite and fatality, but obviously Mortal Kombat was, was what stuck. But, iconic game it was the only game i can actually remember buying a magazine like video game magazines for the cheat code so you can learn those fatalities and execute those right that's what you you ended up playing mortal Kombat for is to try to actually finish him and and execute that fatality but um there was a date september 13th 1993 the arcade game had so much success that Mortal Kombat was released on four different gaming systems on what was called Mortal Monday, September 13th, 1993. Anyways, all right, here we go. Coming in at number two, guys, is just classic pinball game. There's Pinball was, I guess, developed back in 1931 or invented in 1931. By 1932, 150 companies across the world had pinball machines, by 1934, so only two years later, only 14 of those companies still existed. They added flippers, right? We we know what flippers are. That's an iconic component to pinball machines. But they didn't they didn't have flippers the first 15 years. So flippers were invented in 1947. But I feel like you get a lot of bang for your buck in in pinball. I'm still a little sucker for a pinball game. If I go into some place and they've got a pinball machine, I love playing pinball. It doesn't matter what kind of pinball game it is. You know, it's it's had ups and downs in its history. In in the early 2000s, it really had a little bit of a resurgence with some international companies creating these really really unique, complicated pinball games with all different kinds of tricks and things and and lights and anyways they still exist today still going strong there's still like some some pinball exclusive arcades out there there's a, a pinball hall of fame or a pinball museum out in las vegas guys my number two ranked arcade game of all time is pinball and finally my number one ranked arcade game of all time guys is galaga which is a sequel to the game Galaxian. Galaxian was came out back in 1979. Galaga followed it up in 1981. But man, it is still just an absolute banging game. My my son actually has a handheld Galaga. It's green. It's it's classic. All it has on there is Galaga. 
And it's exactly what you think, right? It's it's the game that I grew up playing in the big arcade system. And again, I felt like that was a game you got a, a lot of bang for your buck. I felt like I could play it a long time, have a little bit of success. I always loved like the little challenge bonus round. You could get into a little rhythm with your firing your guns and 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 wipe out a lot of the little aliens or whatever you want to call them, the Galaxian ships. But love some Galaga. It's an absolute classic. Still love to play it today. Love all five of these games, even though I haven't played Pole Position or Mortal Kombat in quite some time. But Ski Ball played it recently. Pinball played it recently. Galaga play it almost weekly, to be honest with you, on my son's little game. But anyways, hope everybody's doing great. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you listening and being part of the Power 5 podcast family. All right, guys. Well, our third and final Fast Five here comes from Todd the Pod God. He's got a little something special for you off of his trip to Disney World. Guys, here is Todd's top five Disney-themed Fast Five. What is up, Power Five Pod family? Uh, Man, I hope you're having a great summer. I am fresh off a trip to Disney World. And so tonight, what I want to do is I want to bring you a Fast Five I want to talk a little bit about Disney. Yeah, I know. If you caught on social media a couple uh, days ago, uh, we saw that uh, I was getting a little bit of heat uh, because I actually took a trip to Disney in the summertime, which I said I would never do uh, on one of our um, halftime hot seats. And so uh, I did end up doing that. But, you know, when somebody else is paying a portion of the bill, you go along with it, right? But, hey, I do want to just uh, share with you just a few things about my Disney trip that I think you'll find interesting. First of all, I want to talk about the things that I didn't like. And let me say this before I do. This is my disclaimer, that I thought I was going to hate this trip a lot. I didn't think I was going to enjoy the time at Disney, but I'll say this. I actually enjoyed my days at the park. We only went to two parks. We went to uh, Magic Kingdom one day, and then we went to Animal Kingdom the other. So first, I want to share with you a couple things I didn't like. I was going to do top five things I didn't like, but I didn't want this to be all negative because I don't want it to seem like I had a bad vacation, right? Any vacation is great. But uh, there are a thing, few things about Disney that I did not like. One, the heat. Man, I don't know about the happiest place on earth, but it is the hottest place on earth. The two days we were at the parks, the heat index was 105 degrees, and it was so hot. Uh, but, man, we had a good time while we were there. The second thing is this, the cost. <laughs> it's definitely the most expensive place on earth. And I'll say this about Disney, props to them because they know how to get the dollar out of you better than anyone uh, in any place I've ever been. And then lastly, the crowds. Man, it also might be the most crowded place on earth. Now, let me say this. The podfather told me that he didn't think the crowds were too bad when I was there. That must mean he was looking on his app to see what the wait times were and all that stuff, even though he wasn't there. But it was definitely a little too crowded for my liking. And so those are the things I didn't like about Disney. But now let's jump into the top five things that I loved about Disney. Uh, One, my family loved Dole Whip. I don't know if you've had this before. It's just something simple. It's ice cream, pineapple, and pineapple juice. But, man, when it's 105 degrees, it's 5 in the afternoon. You're starting to get a little hungry. It's time for a snack. Uh, it's, It's exactly what you need. And so Dole Whip at number five for me. Number four. Uh, man, I'm going to go with Genie Plus here as my pick for number four. Worth the money. Uh, I'm, I talked a little bit about I didn't like the amount of money I had to spend, but I'll say this. If you're going to spend money and go to Disney, do it that do it the right way. Spend the money on Genie Plus so that you don't wait in those long, long lines. Number three, 
the cleanliness and the service. Man, best of the best. You know, with all the people that are there and the amount of people that come through that park, it's amazing to me how clean it is and the type of service that you get. Uh, everybody I encounter was so awesome, so uh, nice, so helpful, and I was very grateful for that. And, um, you know, they're, they're known for that, and it definitely lived up to the billing. Number two, the rides. Man, Tron, Avatar, Expedition Everest, Space Mountain, all those were my favorites, and uh, we had a great time on those things. My kids are all uh, teenagers, and so uh, the last time we went, they were uh, elementary age kids, and, and this was so much more fun because they rode all the rides and wanted to ride them over and over and over, and we got the chance to do that on a couple of them. But the rides were second to none. Man, the... Uh, the technology that they use on Tron and on Avatar is, is unbelievable. And so I highly recommend uh, you check out some of the thrill rides while you're there. And then lastly, uh, man, I know this kind of sounds a little sentimental, but uh, the smiles. It is the happiest place on earth uh, to see kids freaking out when they saw uh, Winnie the Pooh or Tigger or uh, Doug and Russell or any of the other characters uh, is awesome. My kids didn't necessarily do that because they're teenagers, but uh, it was awesome to see kids doing that. And then just to see the families having fun together, uh, it is definitely the happiest place on earth. And so contrary to popular belief, I did enjoy my trip to Disney, had a great time with the fam, and just wanted to share with you the top five things I loved about Disney. Hey, we're having a great summer and just can't wait to be back with you, uh, all three of us in the studio uh, ranking some things coming up. Love that, Todd. Love that, Caleb. Again, we're excited because this means it's almost time to get Colin back in the studio. About time to get some more guests coming here as we we get deeper into this summertime. But listen, we appreciate you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening as always. Thank you for checking out our Fast Five series. We're ready to get back in the studio with more rankings here soon. Uh, But guys, enjoy this episode. Uh, Colin, coming back soon. Can't wait to have it. And uh, guys, until next time. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. Bossy.